In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor that one group, the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Podcasters. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. We have a great show today. Joy Beckerman is here to talk about her podcast, Hemp Barons. Joy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dan. It's great to be here on Podcasters. This is awesome. We have a bunch to talk about today, and I want to hear all about Hemp Barons. But before we do any of that, I have to ask you about a crazy story that I heard about you like from like 25, 30 years ago when you owned a hemp store in Woodstock. The story I heard is that you kind of got sideways with the Secret Service. What happened? Oh, boy. It, it's a great <laughs> one. And, and it's a story that and an incident that we were able to use, of course, in a huge way to advance the movement. And that is that in 1995, it was a pretty brave to be opening up a hemp store and putting a cannabis leaf, as it were, on signs and whatnot. It was in Woodstock, New York. One thing that we were doing out of that store was we were stamping I Brew Hemp coming out of George Washington's mouth of every dollar bill that came in and out of the store. And one day I received a letter. It was a cease and desist letter from the Secret Service to cease and desist the mutilation of U.S. currency. I got quite excited about that, thinking there must be some way that we can turn this into activism. And I called High Times Magazine. At the time, we had Normal and we had High Times in 1995. Right. So those were the, the, the first line of defense. And, uh, and somehow it got to Rick Cusick, who at the time was just an investigative journalist writing for a small weekly magazine in New Jersey. And he did an investigation and discovered, uh, uh, by the way, on this cease and desist letter, they had attached a faxed copy of one of my bills. If you remember back in the days when we had fax machine, the sender's fax number was at the top. And Rick realized that, that was the Woodstock police fax number. So he thought, oh my goodness, it is the Woodstock police that faxed this to the U.S. Secret Service. So as an investigative journalist, he contacted the Woodstock police. He represented himself as an anti-hemp or anti-cannabis journalist and said, hey, we hear that this cease and desist letter went out. We're, we're so glad you did that. We don't know what's going on with that girl in Woodstock trying to open up this store. And so the police opened up to him and said, we've been trying to buy marijuana from her and she won't sell us marijuana. Go figure. I didn't have any marijuana to sell to them. I was selling hemp. He said, they said, so we took her hemp seeds that I sold for nutritional purposes and we sent them to Albany to the lab for testing THC and it came back negative. So then we sent her twine. They spent taxpayer money, people sending my twine to Albany to a lab to be tested for THC in any event. 
He says, and when that came back negative, the only thing we could really try to get her on was this stamping of I grew hemp on the bills. And now they've issued a cease and desist letter because she's mutilating U.S. currency. And Rick proceeded to write an article called Theater in a Crowded Fire. And what ended up happening is the Associated Press picked it up, Dan, and it went in all of the major papers from coast to coast, her hemp dollars draw U.S. haulers. It's a great story and a great movement. But in the end, and I'll wrap it up here, the because of that Associated Press article, the U.S. Secret Service Office in Albany became flooded. And so they called me and said, listen, we, we need you to call off the dogs here. The reality is we followed up on this. You are not actually mutilating U.S. currency. You do not need to cease and desist, but we have a favor to ask you. You are stamping in purple ink. That messes with the money counting machines at the bank. If you would please stamp in red ink, that would be more appreciated because it wouldn't mess with the money counting machines at the bank. So I thanked them very much, hung up the phone, and the moral of the story really is stamp away and stamp in the darkest ink. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Her hemp dollars creates U.S. hollers. That's a keeper. Clearly, you've been doing this for a long time because you said that was back in the, in the 90s. And you've pretty much worked in every aspect of the hemp industries. And during that time, worked with so many of the hemp superstars, which is one of the reasons why your 120 episodes of Hemp Barons features a roster of the who's who in hemp. But I got to say, as your producer, I still can't believe how frequently these really smart people misstate hemp specific facts or mistake laws or regulations. I know it's complicated, but as a host, how do you tactfully clean up those mistakes? I had a wonderful rearing with a fantastically gracious grandmother who just taught me how to smile and be gracious and, and polite. And I've had wonderful mentors in my life and my parents and so on and so forth. I'm a hemp law and policy expert and I'm meticulous at everything that I do, but I'm an expert witness on top of it. So I have no choice but to be meticulous as a professional. And I really want to uplift my guests. I don't have guests on my show that are not worth uplifting. And I always want to set them up for the most success and certainly don't want to highlight their errors at all. So due to the good training and mentoring that I've had, I usually find a way to either maybe wait for a few more sentences and then find a way to massage what was said or ask a question that will allow them to clarify or otherwise graciously say, oh, you're right, or oh my goodness. I think that's really the the most important thing to do is to just keep a conducive, positive space that allows for the greatest and most accurate information to come forth for our listeners. Speaking of guests, we have a clip from one of your shows. Maybe you can set it up for our audience. Tell us a little bit about what we're about to hear. Martell, talk about a rock star in hemp. And in my favorite pieces of hemp are our hempcrete and our ability to create energy, fuel with carbonized fiber. And not to mention, of course, we could make biodiesel fuel with the seeds. We can make a biochar and a charcoal out of hemp and even hemp herd pellets, which actually even have a stronger BTU than wood and less ash. But I'm really talking about supercapacitors and energy and graphene and carbonized fiber, carbonized hemp and 
Carl Martel is really a global leader in the advancement of this research. So here he came to the show and we discussed energy and uh, carbonized fiber and what we can do with hempcrete walls, which in and of themselves, as you'll hear in the clip, can become actual batteries with this carbonized hemp and fiber. I know it's great. So well, let's listen to the clip and we can talk about it a little bit after. Hang on. Great. If, if, if this is a wall of bricks on the outside of a building, start counting all those bricks. And okay, how many volts, how many amps could you store on the outside of that building? Well, that's surface area. So you could have huge surface areas, right? That basically just charge and it holds your energy and where you go. We're using surface area to our advantage now. It's not just a wall. It's a wall that stores energy. It's charging wall for heaven's yeah. sake, a charging wall. Exactly, exactly. It's exactly. Tiny homes can be batteries in tiny homes at the same time. It's just using our surface area with the, the materials that we have to, in a more efficient way. <laughs> Carl just blew me away in that episode. Me too. He's awesome. It's like it's science fiction, but it's actually happening. Exactly right. And I think that's what is going to just be so encouraging to folks who have no idea that there is another way beyond fossil fuels and beyond this just antiquated planet killing ridiculous, inefficient, costly systems. And we're going to deliver on that promise. It'll be thanks to people like Carl Martel who help us move forward into that. I'd say a dream, but it isn't. And it's not a vision. It's a promise, Dan, to deliver on the promise. You're delivering on the promise by spreading the word to everybody. But before I let you go, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing. When I say go, I want you to, as fast as you can, tell us all the things that hemp can be used for. Okay? Oh, boy. Okay. I'm giving my best shot. (laughs) Are you ready? Ready. Go. Human and animal nutrition, body care, nutraceuticals, pharmaceuticals, paper, textiles, building materials, biocomposites, bioplastics, industrial sealants and coatings, energy fuel, pellets, biochar, nanotechnology, bio applications, and so much more. <laughs> That's hemp, everybody. Hemp is everything. Well, Hemp Barons airs every Wednesday on every major podcast site, including PodConnects, where you can also apply to be a guest. So, Joy, thanks so much for being on the show today, and thanks for being an awesome podcaster. Thanks for being an awesome producer, Dan. You're the one helping all of us get these words out, brother. Thank you, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Please fall in love with him the way I am. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your canna confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.